You're listening to European Parliamentary Research Service podcast on the new circular economy package. If we maintain our current growth and consumption levels, we may need two planets worth of resources by 2030. As this is obviously not possible, we're left with two choices, to consume less or to shift towards a circular economy, as the European Commission proposes and the European Parliament supports. But what does this mean? Stay with us and we'll explain the new circular economy package to you. In a traditional linear economic model, things work like this. A company produces a good, say a mobile phone or a hairdryer. We buy it, we use it, and when we don't need it anymore, we throw it away. This model assumes that resources are abundant, available and cheap to dispose of, so it bases itself on a take-make-consume-throwaway pattern. In sharp contrast to this, a circular economy is based on sharing, reusing, repairing, refurbishing and recycling in an almost closed loop. In this alternative model, products and the materials they contain are kept within the economy for as long as possible, reducing waste to a minimum and actually, the amount of waste generated in the EU is already declining. Yes, but what would we do if we would need a mobile phone or a hairdryer? Well, we could always buy a new one, but we would first consider repairing our old one or buying it second hand, or even buying services instead of products. Moving towards a more circular economy has an environmental, social and economic rationale. It would reduce pressure on the environment, enhance the security of supply of raw materials, increase competitiveness and innovation and create additional growth and jobs. But how much are we talking about? Well, it's estimated that improved resource efficiency could reduce net spending in the EU by 600 billion euros annually by 2030. And once multiplier effects are accounted for, the total benefits could shoot up to 1.8 trillion euros per year. The idea is certainly attractive and the estimated gains extremely promising, but the devil is in the detail. A circular economy would also pose significant challenges in terms of finance, key economic enablers, and would require a change in consumer behaviour and business models. Shifting to a circular economy would also require coordinated action at many levels of governance, from the individual to the international level, and in many policy areas, such as waste management or professional training. So what's happening at the political level? Let's take a look at that. In 2014, the Commission put forward an initial circular economy package, but withdrew the legislative proposal on waste only a few months later. Finally, in December 2015, the Commission presented a new package with an action plan and four legislative proposals setting new waste management targets by 2030 and other measures aiming to close the loop. Alongside waste management and waste reduction targets, the action plan included other areas for action, such as improving product design to make sure products are more durable and recyclable and encouraging innovative forms of consumption such as sharing products and services. So what does the European Parliament have to say about all this? Well, in a resolution of July 2015, the European Parliament set the path towards a circular economy and urged the Commission not to be shy and to present ambitious proposals. On waste legislation, MEPs advocated to strictly limit incineration of recyclable and biodegradable waste by 2020, gradually ban landfill and increase recycling targets. It also called for EU and national targets to increase resource efficiency by 30% by 2030 compared to 2014 levels and for indicators to better measure resource consumption, among other measures. The European Parliament also requested a review of eco-design legislation to gradually include resource efficiency and promote the development of markets for secondary raw materials as well as a compulsory green public procurement. Let's see how stakeholders have reacted. Well, here opinions were a bit mixed. 
While business associations and the waste sector were, in general terms, mostly happy with the package, environmental organisations were rather critical and accused the Commission of lacking ambition when setting waste management targets. The good news is that there's a lot we can do as individual consumers to start embracing a circular economy. So next time your old toaster or your hand watch stops working, consider repairing them first before you rush to the shop. You're listening to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcasts.